Welcome on into You Heard with Nerds. I'm Brett. I'm Dorian. We're talking about stuff today. We are. Thank ta- you guys for uh, listening and and hanging out with us. Uh, make sure you subscribe for more of these uh, in the next couple weeks. Probably, or it's September now. I'm guessing probably by the end of October we're going to be starting back up our uh, Thursday throwbacks, starting with Legend of Korra. And so we're going to do uh, you know a couple books of that and see how it goes and. And so be looking for those again come next month. Um, yeah, so what are we talking about today, Dorian? A lot. There, uh, there was a lot of news yeah, this week. There was a lot of news this week. Uh, for starters, we're going to be talking about the PS5 showcase, uh, the latest Nintendo Direct. Uh, some status updates on like uh, our favorite uh, superhero movies and TV shows in terms of like their production and all that. But first things first. I'm the realist. Mandalorian Season 2. Has a trailer. It does have a trailer. Yeah. Which was pretty... And it's a teaser. It's not like a... Oh, okay. In today's terms, it's a teaser because it doesn't really re- reveal anything, which is what a trailer's supposed to do. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. I, I liked this. There was enough action, enough humor, enough teases that I was like, let's get this going. We got a month and a half, basically. Yeah. Uh, maybe a little less. And, you know, I'm ready for it. Yeah. I mean... Basically, main thing about the trailer teaser, whatever you want to call it. Uh, basically, it's uh, focusing on, or at least making the focus of the season seem like that it's going to be Mando and the child are looking for Jedi across multiple planets, kind of like how they yeah. did, or uh, or you know, inferred at the end of season one. Uh, the Empire still seems to be a big player this season. It's not like going to be something that they come in. Towards the end, it seems like there was no. like a lot of footage of like stormtroopers and all that. Um, so far, yeah, I mean, looks good. Best part of the trailer was when Baby Yoda closes his pod uh, when they're about to start throwing down yep. in that like arena place or whatever here or that uh, underground uh, fight like, club. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'm assuming that their search for the Jedi will lead them to Ahsoka. Uh, maybe, or just like, uh, the name of her, like, Hey, this person. And then I, I can see them doing something at the end where they finally find where they're supposed to go and they, they're not there yet maybe. And then it, 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 it like cuts away to like a, and like it pans down to like Ahsoka somewhere. Yeah. Just like and then next season we're going to meet Ahsoka. Yeah. Just a setup type thing. Or Cause whatnot. she wasn't around for a lot of the shooting from what I, we understand. Hmm. Um, excuse me um excused you know she shot her parts and then i think this is going to be this is where the lead into maybe ahsoka's uh you know because ahsoka's gonna have her own show yeah i think season three might be where if they use her at uh, more but really i don't know what the end game with the child is and then that's part of the mystery of the show i guess yeah i mean how he ties into like essentially the bigger timeline of the star wars universe because obviously uh He's, I'm assuming he's not that big because we don't see him in any of the sequel trilogy as far as we know of here or like really playing any type of part unless like the child's going to have like his own show or something like that beyond this, which I don't know. I mean, might, might, be, a, might be a little far-fetched, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, we got our first look at, uh, well, maybe first look at Sabine Wren. Sabine is a Mandalorian from Star Wars Rebels. Yep. Played by... Uh, Sasha Banks from uh, the WWE. Mm-hmm. Um, she was the one in like the the cloak uh, that kind of disappeared. Yeah. 
Um, some people were saying she could be a Jedi, and I'm like, I don't think so. I think this is Sabine. She looks yeah. the part. Um, you know, even down to I know. Uh, I don't know if we could see her hair very well, but people are pointing out like when she was doing WWE stuff around this time, she had blue hair. Uh, Sabine Wren is known to have crazy colored hair in the yeah. show. Like in in the because we've seen her in the Clone Wars, she had like didn't she have like red hair during that time, or was it, or am I thinking of somebody else here? No, she was in Rebels. She oh, was, okay, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm she had like orange one. hair. She at first like a little bit orange and red. Yeah, green. I don't know. She had all different kinds of colors: blue. Gotcha. Um, she, she liked purple. to change it up. Yeah, yeah. So I think that this person, uh, you know, is the older version um, of Sabine. Uh, we'll see what happens with that. It's interesting because they're kind of mission. So uh, for those of you who didn't watch Rebels, at the end, they're kind of looking for Ezra Bridger. He goes to the unknown. He like basically travels to the unknown regions of space. They don't know if he's dead or alive. Mm. Uh, and so Ahsoka and Sabine team up to go after and look for uh, Ezra. That's the end of Star Wars Rebels. And so it's cool that we get to see her now. Yeah. Um, Maybe that's a tie-in for Ezra Bridger in the in future seasons of bringing him into the fold. Possibly, yeah. Um, who is also a Jedi. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens with that. I'm excited. Uh, you know, I've been hearing lately, and this is kind of more rumor mill stuff, but that, you know, Disney wasn't the happiest with season two and where they were at. Um, uh, and there's also rumors of Pedro Pascal kind of having a falling out. We'll see if that affects it. I don't think it will. Disney's pretty good about that stuff. And um, I hope that the Mandalorian doesn't get written out of the Mandalorian. Yeah, no, I mean. Unless Sabine's the new Mandalorian. Yeah, but even then, it's kind of like, I'd still feel like that would be a little bit of a, a little bit of a betrayal if they did like end up writing Mando out of it. Just because it's like, this is essentially. This is the way. This is the way. And this is essentially the person that we have been become attached to in this show here and all that but yeah so but um. all right so let's talk about some more disney news yeah uh marvel has we think cast their next villain yeah i mean it's i think it's kind of an all but confirmed thing at this point yeah i've seen tons of reports on it even imdb is listing him as k uh, Kang the Conqueror here. So yeah, for those of you who don't know, uh, Ant-Man 3 is going to introduce Kang the Conqueror, who's a pretty big deal in the Marvel Universe. Which, real quick, did they even announce Ant-Man 3 was a thing before this? Because I feel I like... Don't, I don't know if they... Uh, I don't think they did, to be honest, because that was one of the things I was like, that's interesting, that's not on this slate, because I feel right. like that would be something that they would do. Now, with everything that's going on now, I feel like they're going to be slower to the game of going, hey, this movie's coming out in 2023 or whatever. Well, right. You know? I mean, just because there's so much uncertainty right now in the movie industry. So yeah, basically, uh, the actor who's playing it, I don't really know. Yeah. I don't, I don't know him. Yeah, His name's a, Jonathan majors. Yeah. I, I don't know him either. He's, a uh, he's currently doing some, uh, I think some like more recent shows that I haven't been watching. I think like a uh, Lovecraft uh, country or yeah. something like that. But yeah, I haven't, I've haven't seen him in anything or really heard about him since then. So yeah. So he's kind of an unknown quantity to me. Yeah. And if you guys don't know King, uh, I don't really remember him from a ton of different Marvel runs, but basically me neither. he's kind of, he's like a known. dimensional traveler slash time traveler. Yeah. Time travel uh, villain who I think, from what I was uh, researching, basically 
at a certain point, like in the distant future of the Marvel universe, he's like the guy who rules the Marvel universe here oh, through okay. like different means. So kind of a big deal. It seems like, uh, not like a really much of a throwaway villain. And even like, I know there's some theories going around that he may be the next Thanos essentially, which maybe, I don't know. I mean, kind of seems like a downgrade. Well, I don't really know how you top Thanos though, beyond yeah, the Eternals. I mean, well, or like have some somebody like Galactus or Apocalypse. Galactus, yeah, that would be really cool. Yeah, I mean that that seems more in line with uh, with like you know that type. He's got to be coming because then I want some Silver Surfer action. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, and plus, you know, who knows how Doctor Doom's going to factor into this whole thing? I mean, I'm sure he'll be like a B tier villain that bleeds up to. I think he'll probably be something something along the lines of like kind of a Loki in terms of like importance, right. or something like that, and he'll. You know, work with the heroes, but he'll also work against them, type thing. That's what I'm predicting on that front. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then we have some more good news. If you're a Disney Plus subscriber, mm-hmm. uh, Wandavision's still happening this year, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Which apparently, I, apparently, <laughs> which I mean, I mean, it does make sense from like what we've heard of uh, previously that they've <clears throat> finished doing all the filming. It was just all the pro- post production work. I think that was even like way back like uh before corona even hit or something along those lines so yeah i mean so we're getting something for you know disney plus here but it's kind of one of those things where it's just like i mean okay i mean i don't think there's like the expectations for this are like really all that high you know i think this is just kind of like a fun little side project for the mcu maybe maybe not well kind Dep- of yeah depending on what it actually turns into cuz right. the way it's being pitched i don't i'm not super interested in it i'll watch it just to see what it's about sure but i'm not really interested in a sitcom that takes place in the scarlet Mar- witch's head yeah and i mean and you know uh disney i mean they, uh, they did confirm that this is still happening but they haven't really given us a release date which i mean yeah probably give us like Something like that, like maybe, I don't know. I'd say December. Or like a month out or something when it's supposed to premiere, kind of like they yeah, did. Yeah, they'll probably give us more info. What yeah. I'm guessing is is they're going to give The Mandalorian about a month yeah. to for people to watch and get more subscribers back and mm-hmm. then make the announcement, hey, in four weeks or whatever, you're yeah. going to get this, and then another four weeks, you're going to get Winter Soldier or something. I don't know. Yeah. But speaking of that, I guess they're resuming production on that on the Winter Soldier finally. Yeah, Anthony Mackie uh, tweeted a photo of him in like a new uh, Falcon suit. Um, looks looks fine. I mean, doesn't look like anything amazing or like you no. know, crazy or anything like that. But yeah, I mean, it's a uh, it's you know back uh, firing on all cylinders. Hopefully, so yeah, yeah. So hopefully we can get this thing sooner rather than later because initially this was supposed to be in August. Yeah, I know. Yeah, pretty crazy that it's all gotten pushed back. You know, we're in September now, but so we're not too far out, but they haven't even finished production, it sounds like. Right. Which, for a lot of shows, uh, they continue to shoot while the product is released. Yeah. Uh, and with Disney+, Plus, it comes out every week. It doesn't come all at once, so I can see them doing maybe even a two-part thing, like they release half the season now and then half the season later to kind of appease the audience. Possibly. I mean, I could... I- could probably see this like if uh barring any you know further complications with like corona and shooting and all that i could see this uh potentially coming out like maybe march uh i'm thinking earlier maybe like january of 2021 or something like that like i said if barring any issues because i figured they have to have like a decent amount already shot now i think it's just like maybe you know a couple more key scenes that they gotta 
take care of or like maybe an episode's worth of filming and then they're pretty much good to go here. But I don't know. We'll find out. Yeah. Um, speaking of people coming back from coronavirus, the man, the myth, the legend, the mm. Batman is returns. back to work. He returns. Batman returns, guys. To production. To production. In case you haven't heard, you know, if you weren't a Michael Keaton fan, this is this pun will make no sense. Yeah. Um, grow up a little bit more. Yeah. Go get an education and some Tim Burton. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Robert Pattinson's back to work, which is great news for everyone because that movie was shaping up to look fantastic. Yeah. And I'm excited. I, I mean, right now I, I mean, I went from like really not caring about that movie to <coughs> that being probably my most anticipated movie at right about now here. Hopefully still 2021. Hopefully still 2021. Even if it came out like Christmas time, if they are following the long Halloween, you know, yeah. like, cause it goes over those holidays. Like it would right. still make sense. Like it would, it but would I just mean, not be as cool as like a Halloween release. But I mean, I, th- I feel like in terms of like the, the general, like, uh, uh, like a general Batman movie, I feel like it just makes sense to be, you know, kind of an October kind yeah. of near Halloween thing, just because like every day in Gotham is Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. It is. I mean, despite it being the long Halloween or not. Yep. So. Accurate. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk some video game news. Yeah. So we got a lot of video game news. Yep. Strap in. <laughs> Something. Um, Mass Effect trilogy mm-hmm. remastered was leaked. Yeah, basically, it's coming from a uh, listing from a Portuguese uh, retail site, and it shows that the game uh, is the game exists, and it's uh, scheduled for October 2020 release date, and it's supposed to be coming to Xbox One, PS4, and Switch. Uh, and <gasps> yep, and since then, that was my best Tim Allen impersonation. Yep. <laughs> uh, and then <gasps> that was better, I guess. That's a little bit better, yeah. Uh, and then. Uh, since then, like, I think within a couple hours of this listing going, you know, viral, it gets taken down, which typically is like, typically it's like, all right, it's all but confirmed at this point. Um, but I really like these games. Um, you know, I think I played two and three. I didn't play. What was it? The the, first one? No, the trash one that everyone cried about. Well, three is the one that is it Armageddon. Oh, oh, you mean, uh, Andromeda, yeah, Andromeda. The, the one that came out like uh, this gen, yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't played that one, I but I mean, either. it's it's apparently pretty much like its own thing. It's separate from the okay. from the storyline. So yeah, three really was pretty issue. fun. I remember. Yeah, I mean, no, it's a uh, it's honestly like you know a cool cool series of games. I mean, didn't quite stick the landing towards the end right there, but you basically are essentially kind of shaping a uh, sci fi story across three games by decisions and choices you make and like certain things that you do and all that. Um, I mean, if you have if you don't know what this is, it's I a mean, space RPG essentially. It's, yeah. With like with uh, shooting. shooting, yeah, shooting mechanics, but yeah, I mean really like these games on, uh, when I played them last generation, uh, I don't know how well these games are really going to hold up to be honest with you. Just I think because, three kid one and two. I don't know if they will. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's mostly just because we have kind of come a little bit further in like storytelling graphics and like, even just like uh, making decisions in like video games since you know these games have you know come out here, right. so you know we'll see. Yeah. All right. Let's get into the good, the meat of this last week. We were very blessed this last week when it comes to video game news. Oh yeah, no, it was just like uh, a, like 
Yeah, no. One after the other. Absolutely. So we got another Nintendo Direct Mini. Yeah, I mean, they, they've been kind of doing like at least like... like one every one, other week, one, well, or every week, well, at least like one big announcement a week. Whether or, it's a tr- yeah, a trailer, a partners mini direct, or, the Mario min- the special mini directs, or or or, or Hyrule, uh, uh, Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity being announced. It's been yeah. like something big to keep Nintendo in the conversation every week here. Yeah, and I think honestly, this is probably the best mini they've done in in and, a while. And, yeah, the mini direct. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, so. Um, for those of you who are Monster Hunter fans, this is your direct. Oh, this is your direct. I mean, because not only did you get like the Monster Hunter like trailers in this direct, you also got a a fully focused Monster Hunter direct after this yeah. here that talked about like another seventeen games. minutes. Yeah, yeah, these games specifically here, which yeah, which was I thought was really cool. Yeah. Uh, basically, for those of you who didn't who haven't seen it yet. Uh, Nintendo had their mini direct early in the morning, and then it said um, basically immediately following this direct, we're having a Monster Hunter direct. Yeah, uh, I watched both. I thought that was great. Uh, I'm excited. I I'm not a completionist by any means when it comes to video games. Yeah, uh, I lose game. interest really quick. Yeah, but I would say Monster Hunter games are pretty dang fun, especially with friends. Yeah, um, like we played uh, the World, last yeah. Monster Hunter. Yeah, is it Monster Hunter World? Yeah, Monster Hunter World. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, on this generation. And so, uh, super fun. Now, what I'm interested to see, and it sounds like these are switch exclusives. It is, but let's, let's kind of like get into like the specifically. Yeah. So, so first we got a look at monster hunter rise, right? Which, which is the, the more typical monster hunter game. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, I like so they they talked about a verticality a lot so that you're gonna yeah. be able to scale stuff really easy which was never really a thing in the other games. I mean it was you, to you a had your, your your little hook shot or whatever the grapple hook. Yeah, uh, you had abilities that could launch you up, but they they are making this to where base I can't remember it was like a bug or something. You yeah, have. it's called a wire bug. It's essentially and a grapple hook mechanic where you, you don't have to grapple to anything. You don't have to grapple to anything. You can grapple to thin air, which here is and super something. cool, and, which, and it adds. It adds tactical elements to hunting the monsters. Yeah, to get closer or like yeah. you know, pull yourself away. Or to pull away. stuff away, yep, yeah. Exactly. Um, it looks cool. You can ride a large dog. Yeah. You have like a dog companion now instead of just the, the Palico cats. Which one of the cool things that I was kind of seeing on that is like when you're riding the dog, you can uh, heal up. You can yep. like use some items and like you're not running out of stamina. So when you're chasing these monsters here, you're not having to like... You know, wait for your stamina to re- replenish and, you know, all that, all yeah. that minutia. It just helps the game, I think. Like, the mechanics not having to yeah, get it, mad that you it, lost it, an animal It allows you to monster. play more aggressively, uh, you know, faster style gameplay, all that stuff here. Uh, and then this game comes out, is it March of 2021, they said? Uh, yeah, March 26, uh, 2021 here. So, yeah, I mean, this, this is really looks like the Switch's equivalent to Monster Hunter World here. Yeah. And I mean, kind of makes sense just because uh, Nintendo and Monster Hunter have had a pretty uh, long-standing relationship. Like for a while, like most of their games were on Nintendo platforms. Here. Yeah, like Generations was Generations, on the 3DS. Three Try, all those games and all that. They were uh, they were all on Nintendo platforms here. It's not only till like recently with like Monster Hunter World did they kind of shift yeah over to you know Xbox and PlayStation and PC. Yeah, and this looks like it has more of a story than World. World had a story, but it was kind of loose oh, because very, you could go out and do whatever the heck you it wanted. Was, it was more bare bones, and I mean, you know, that's fine. I mean, I don't want like a big story to get in the way of like you know what 
makes a game great or like try to like you know have the narrative dictate gameplay sometimes or if the gameplay is just fine as is or you know yeah i mean this piqued my interest honestly for this game yeah um uh, they announced also Monster Hunter Stories 2. Yeah. Which, that's definitely more RPG, oh, story-based. Very much so. Uh, kind of almost seems like maybe a little Pokemon-ish here because, I mean, you're befriending, like, you know, the monsters that you would hunt in the other games. Here, right. So. Should it be called Monster Hunter? Should it be Monster Friends or something <laughs> like that? But, yeah, you can ride the monsters. It's very RPG-focused. Has kind of more cel-shaded, kind of cutesy art style kind of thing and seems a lot more story-focused as opposed to, like, your typical Monster Hunter game. Totally. And that comes out 2021 summer. Yep. Uh, so next year is a lot of Monster Hunter for Switch fans. Yeah. So yeah, keep a lookout for both of those. I'm excited. Uh, they also announced some other games. Yeah. I'll let you talk about those because I don't really know sure. a lot about these franchises. Sure, sure. So uh, Rune Factory 5 got announced here. Um, so I, I don't know how much you know about this, but essentially it's like Harvest Moon, Animal Crossing, mm. but you fight monsters. So you're you're doing your daily like you know town like management and like you know everyday life chores management but you're also fighting monsters on top of that here so it's kind of a kind of a cool uh premise i've never played any of the rune factory games but i mean this might be something i might pick up maybe i might have to see a little bit more about that and then it's not in the show notes but uh this guy uh six six yeah yeah which is i don't know that might be one that you might find kind of interesting just because it's uh from what i understand RPG uh, tactic space game and all that. Mm. It has like a lot of systems and whatnot. Well, what, something that was cool with that was when they announced that, they also said Disgaea 5 is going to be on uh, the Switch oh, online thing that. for free. That's sick. For like a limited time to try out. So I might, I, I don't know. I don't know if that's today. I'm going to go home and check. Yeah. Uh, just kind of fool around with it. See yeah. If see if I like it. Yeah. Okay. And this, this is not our short notes at all, but basically. If this is the model Nintendo's going with where they're going to release older games or games for a limited run for us to try, like almost like, you know, PlayStation yeah. or something. Yeah, would. like just a Dude, demo. Dude, that's, that's phenomenal. Yeah, like, let, absolutely. Let us play the game for, you know, a month or whatever. Yeah. Right leading up to the release of the new game. Yeah, you know? not a way to build hype and also maybe uh, eventually purchase like that old game that yeah. you are playing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then Ori and the Will of the Wisp. Yeah. Uh, is out now, like it, right now. It came, it came out like immediately never, after that. Direct. I never played Ori. I heard good things. Though. Yeah, I've heard good things. I mean, the art style is like absolutely fantastic on that here. Uh, I played a little bit of the demo of like the first game. It's on Switch right now. But the thing that kind of surprised me about this game is this was like a you know a big Xbox exclusive back in the day. Uh, like it came out like this March here. Oh really? Yeah. This was a Xbox exclusive like this March. It was only going to be on Xbox and six months later. Now we have it on the switch here. So, so kind of, kind of surprising. Maybe, maybe not. I mean, uh, Xbox has been playing a little fast and loose with their, uh, exclusives <laughs> this generation That's here, true. but, um, yeah. Cuphead. So, so I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, looks interesting. I mean, Still need to play the first game before I even like think about playing this one, but yeah. Yeah, the other game I thought looked cool was Hades. Now here's yeah. the deal. I'm kind of played out on the dungeon crawler, Rogue random likes. generated. Yeah. I have a ton of those games, I feel like. Yeah. And uh it looks super cool. And it really does. It got really good reviews. Um Yeah, no. I think IGN gave it a nine out of ten. I think so. A couple yeah. other places give like an eight point five. I uh, mean, yeah, the 
you know, this was like a one where it initially got announced. I was kind of like, ah, oh, you know, seems cool. Probably won't play it. But the more I see of it, the more I like it. I'm like, do I need to actually play this thing? Yeah, it's 20 bucks on the Switch uh, eShop. I'll probably if wait till a sale or something here. Well, it is on sale right now because it's like the first release. Uh, so it's usually 26, I think. Yeah, I don't know. But you'll, you, yeah, uh, Christmas is coming and Christ- they usually do crazy sales during then. Yeah, so. Christmas, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, all that stuff here. So, yeah. yeah. All right, so. I wish we could play the dum dum da da dum da 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 dum 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 da da. Careful, we might get flagged. Yeah, we might. Some notes here. Sony strikes back. Oh yeah. So for those of you don't know, we don't really play a lot of Xbox. So yeah. So sorry, Xbox fanboys here, but basically, so Xbox had their big showcase for the Xbox Series S and X last week, and in very predictable fashion, Sony's just like, hey. Uh, guess what we got coming next week? <laughs> yeah. And it was their big uh, PS5 showcase. Yep. Some good, some bad. We're going to get into all some of it Some interesting, yeah. But let's, let's, let's talk, talk, let's let's talk let's, cash money right yeah, now. Yeah, let's talk okay. cash money and like let's dates here. So yeah. So first off, uh, the, dis- the PS5, the one with the disk drive, is going to be the same price as... Series X. That's uh, Series yeah, X. Four ninety nine. Yep. So and then uh the digital only version is gonna be three ninety nine, so a hundred bucks less. Yeah. And it's gonna be coming out two days after the Series S and X <laughs> launch November twelfth. Yeah. So uh I think this is very interesting just because you know it's making it a little bit harder for consumers to make a a choice in terms of like uh what a budget system is going to look like because totally, yeah. with a uh, the series X, you know, obviously it's 300 bucks for essentially a light version of your next gen console here. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you pay a hundred dollars more, you can get the digital edition of the PS five, which as far as I understand it is going to be essentially the same machine as the PS five. Yeah. Just, just, no drive. just without the disc drive. I mean, there's still a little bit of details. That yeah, have we, they released storage size yet? They ha- they've released storage size for uh, PS5. I think it's, it's like, like 852. 800 or something. Yeah. Uh, and then, and then uh, for, but for the digital edition, they have not released that yet. So it may be more potentially with the without the space for the hard drive. That would Who be knows? interesting. That would be interesting. It would make a little, You would need it, though, too. Because you probably need it. A little, probably, yeah, I would say. Yeah, but. Yeah, so we're going to have a lot of different things we could pick from this holiday season right i mean and it seems like there's i mean you know in a way this is better for consumers just because more options are typically always better but it's also kind of makes it a little bit of a harder decision to make do you go for the cheapest thing on the market that may be obsolete maybe like you know a couple of years down the line potentially or <sighs> do you go for you know something a little a little more expensive uh, doesn't have like, you know, the disc drive here, but it will probably get you through the generation here is what we're assuming. Yeah. Yeah. And also like even choosing between, it really depends how you enjoy your media. I yeah. think a lot of people, I think the digital is probably the, the way people, a lot of people are going to go possibly yeah. you get that extra hundred bucks off. Mm-hmm. And if the only difference is you don't have a disc drive, you could go spend that hundred dollars on, on games on game. Exactly. And the thing about it too, is like the, the system itself, out of the two systems, I mean, we've talked about how much we hate the PS5's design yeah, here. Yeah, it's stupid. But 
you know, if it looks like Kaiba's coat. From exactly. Yeah. Yoke. Now, like, honestly, we need to take like a Kaiba action figure, chop its head off and just put yeah. it on top of the PS five here. But, but, uh, in terms of like the one that looks better, it's obvious that the digital one looks better. But it's more yeah. symmetrical. It doesn't have that awkward, uh, you know, just bulge for the <laughs> freaking, uh, for the freaking disc drive. But yeah. I digress. So yeah, it's a, um, uh, so it'll be interesting, but let's talk about like some of the games that we, we now know are going to be at launch. Yeah. At launch and a lot of games that you're just going to be able to play. Yeah. Like exactly. free basically. Basically, yeah. So, Demon Souls is a launch game. Now, I will, I will fully admit, like when I saw that, I'm like, do I buy a PS5 now? Or <laughs> like on launch? Yeah. And no. the answer is well, still probably not. And also, good luck with that because yeah. pre-orders are um, basically a, a dumpster fire a right now. Right yeah. Now, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but. You know, from what I saw of this game, like it actually showed us like kind of a little bit of a small trailer at the beginning. Yeah. But then it goes into game gameplay and it, yeah, looks, it looks absolutely fantastic. This yeah. is like And they should. Yeah. It's I'm, next generation. Exactly. And the graphics are the best uh they've ever been for a Souls game here, which I mean typically Souls games are not like known for like their you know, crazy their like, beauty. Yeah, their high detailed graphics, but this thing, man. They, they really nailed it on this one here. And yeah, so it looks fantastic. I'm excited to play it eventually. Yeah. So, yeah. And then I don't know. I don't know if we talk about this later, but basically uh, Sony's pretty much come out and said now that uh, first party tells me $70. Yes. Uh, yeah. We but will, we will be talking other, about that in okay. a little bit here, but because speaking of that Spider-Man miles Morales yeah. is only going to be $50. Yep. Which is dope because yeah. I, that's what I was hoping for because it's not going to be like yeah, a full fledged, yeah, you know, game. I mean, so. I I would have probably preferred it, it. Like I think if they like forty dollars, forty dollars would have been like the perfect price point. But I get it; it's kind of you know the next gen thing. Everything's becoming a little bit more expensive. But uh, but talking about uh, Spider Man Miles Morales, uh, so they yeah. they showed off a little bit of that game. Uh, it's set one year after the first game. It's going to be at least. Uh, starting out, it seems like it's going to be around Christmas time, winter season for New York. Uh, and they showed this uh, big uh, bridge action set piece where you're fighting against the Tinkerer and all that. Yeah. And honestly, it looks really dope here. I, yeah. I think, like, I think it actually, like, what they showed looks better than, like, the, what I saw of the first game here. Mm-hmm. It actually makes me want to go out and, like, play the first game now. Yeah. So... But uh, a couple other launch games that they announced, uh, Sackboy, A Big Adventure, which is kind of like a, it looks like their answer to like a uh, Mario 3D Worlds type, type thing, 3D yeah. platformer with like friends. So you have that uh, kind of multiplayer couch co-op. Uh, Destruction All-Stars, which is uh, essentially like a destruction derby game where you are like trying to like mess up other people's cars. And then like if you get... If your car gets messed up, you're now like a person that's like running out on the track trying to avoid cars, like and getting ran over and stuff. So, so it's kind of a, it's kind of like a unique uh, thing for like you know a multiplayer game here and all that. Kind of looks interesting. Yeah. And then Godfall will be uh, another one. There are other ones too that are going to be in case you're wondering Fortnite. Launch. Yeah, Fortnite's there. <laughs> the new Call of Duty, the new Assassin's yeah. Creed, Cyberpunk. All of these games will be launched. I mean, we'll see. I mean, Cyberpunk could easily Who knows? get delayed yeah. again. I'm almost. I'm I'm almost like I, I'm almost willing to bet that it will here. Yeah. But uh but other than like launch games, they showed off like 
a lot of like upcoming games or at least like a couple of like big ones here. So Final Fantasy 16 yeah. got uh, shown and four minute trailer. It's going to be coming to PS5 and PC. So that's interesting. So they got console exclusivity back here for uh, Final Fantasy. Yeah. Um, and uh, you saw the trailer, yeah. right? Yeah. So uh, looks a lot different from what we've seen from Final Fantasy in the past. It's looks like a more dark fantasy tone, kind of like in the style of The Witcher, Dark Souls, or Game of Thrones. They have curse marks. Yeah, they got curse marks on there. Uh, it looks a lot more medieval. You don't have like that hybrid like technology. I I didn't see like one like piece of like you know technology in that entire uh, trailer there. So yeah, it'll be interesting here. Uh, and it's probably going to be the darkest Final Fantasy yet here. Like I don't know if you noticed or not, but do you know the Final Fantasy theme uh, or? Like yeah, I know I know how it sounds. Yeah, yeah. like uh, I don't know if you picked up on it, but in that trailer, like it had like a it was like played like by the these like slow violins, kind of making it like a very kind of sad, miserable kind of mm-hmm. s- sounding th- uh, version of that song. Where it's usually more like upbeat and like uh, majestic kind of feeling, I guess. So, yeah, I think they're definitely casting a tone, and even yeah. with with the dark shades they use kind of the, the shadows and yeah. stuff they use in the trailer definitely makes it seem it's going to be a darker yeah. game. Well, and from what we can gather, it seems like it's going to be kind of a revenge story kind of focus around to it here. Um, so far it looks like it's going to be a solo venture. It doesn't look like you're going to have party members. Good. And, uh, the combat reminds me of, uh, devil may cry. Yeah, basically definitely you know, devil combos may cry. like aerials, combat, stuff like that. And it also seems like, your uh, summons are giant kaiju in this game. Yeah. Do some hand signs. Yep. <laughs> they ripped that off from Naruto, but yeah. it's fine. It's fine. Uh, yeah. Looks cool. I'm more excited for this next game. Oh, I know <laughs> you are here. So let's let's get right into it. So Harry Potter, the RPG, the rumored RPG that's been making the rounds for the the, the rounds of the rumor mill for the past couple of years. It's real. It is real. It is real. It's set in the 1800s. So 100 years before, basically, the events of Harry Potter. Yep. You create your own character. Seems to have like kind of a more like ranged action combat type thing. Well, yeah, you're spell slinger. Right, exactly. So you're, you're a witcher wizard. Yeah. So Coming next year, though. Yeah, coming next year. Uh, I'm about this game. This is everything I wanted as a child. Is this, uh, this, this going to be the game that makes you buy a next-gen console? No. Okay. No. I just really want it. Okay. Yeah. No. It it won't it won't be the one that gets me to buy it. I don't think. But uh, I'm trying to like. It, I think this will probably come out in both generations. Is what I'm guessing. It could. If it doesn't, it, it, it's it'll pos- definitely push people. I think to buy a PS Five. Yeah, it's it's definitely a possibility here. I I think that uh, it's just. It just seems super cool. Like make your own kind of story, not make your own story, but just like, you like there's some kind of uh, mystery that revolves around your character basically yeah. is what they're saying. And uh, so it's going to be interesting, you know, especially if you can like, you know, there's like skill trees and stuff, hopefully that you can like do different spells that you have in your, your arsenal. Yeah, and, exactly. It's, uh, super it, cool. It's I'm allowing, excited. It's allowing you to live out your Harry Potter uh, fantasy. I'm not, yep. I'm not much of a Harry Potter guy. So th- this doesn't do much for me, but it look the game looks really, really good graphically wise. It, it looks, you know, like pretty cool concept. And uh, I just remember we did not actually talk about like what the title of this game is. It's Hogwarts Legacy. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and the thing that 
you know, got me pretty excited. Uh, it got me excited, and I barely played the first game. Yeah. Uh, God of War Ragnarok is teased. So nothing crazy. It's just a logo with Kratos' uh, voice. And uh, some chanting. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's supposed to come out next year, but I have very little faith in that it's going to come out 2021. I mean, the like if if you're not going to show me like you know actual gameplay or you know a demo or you know a trailer or something like that, I have very little confidence that you'll be making the rounds next year here. I'm yeah. I'm assuming maybe 2022, but I I'm still pumped that this game is planned to come out sooner rather than later here. I mean, God of War was one of the best games, if not the best game I played on PS4. And I think, uh, yeah, I, I am honestly just absolutely pumped. And it's one of the main reasons why I'll probably get a PS5. So let's talk about like, uh, some of the things that we, that we weren't super crazy about, like uh, in this uh, showcase here. Yeah, not super crazy that games are going to be $70 base, not including yeah. DLC. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. It's like, if this was like a... If games this, already cost $120, yeah, basically, if you, if you add all their DLC patches mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So they, they sure do. And I mean, and here's the thing. It's like, if this was like, let's say this was like the new standard. Games cost 70 bucks. But there's no DLC. You get the full like the f- full version of that game and all that. Yeah, not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. But if that was the case, I'd be like, okay, that's uh, that's more than fair here, you know. But but I mean, you know, talking about like um, you know, which games are gonna be seventy bucks? Demon Souls and Destruction All Stars are gonna be seventy bucks at launch. Basically, Sony said that pretty much all their first party like AAA games are gonna be seventy bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zach Boy Big Adventure that'll be sixty bucks here, and then Miles Morales will be at fifty, like we mentioned earlier. And I mean, it looks like the inevitable did happen here. I mean, um, and I, I get companies are gonna need to charge more at some, you know, at a certain point just because the cost of development is becoming more expensive. Mm-hmm. It's just where does the buck stop? Because it doesn't. It doesn't. I mean, and that's what I'm kind of getting nervous about. Is like, okay. For the longest time, I mean, I could be misremembering here, but I remember games being $50, like, throughout... Like PS2. Well, PS2, 64, Super Nintendo, I remember those games retailing at 50 bucks, and that was, like, the standard for the longest time. It wasn't until Xbox, PS3, until things started getting to 60 bucks, and it's like, okay, well, that's... At first, I was like, okay, that's not too bad, just 10 bucks extra, you know, and like this will probably last us for, you know, a couple generations. Only two generations here did that last us. So, yeah, I mean, it's been. I mean, we're I don't know, 20 something years since game, you know, like that. It's like $10 a year, a, a, gen, a dollar a year. If yeah. you think about in those terms. Yeah. Not too bad. Not too bad. But I mean, again, it's like, you know, once those like games start getting to like, you know, 80, 90, 100, it's like. People are gonna. It's it's gonna be like uh, how it was back in like uh, back when we were kids. Like you get like maybe a couple of games a year, and you better hope they were good games because they were gonna last you for the majority of the year. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. I don't know how that's gonna pan out, but yeah. And so uh, one thing that is kind of good but kind of bad, uh, in my opinion, is Horizon and Miles Morales. So the new Horizon Forbidden West and the Miles Morales uh, Spider-Man game is going to be coming to PS4. Now, yeah. here's the thing. I get, uh, well, 
let me let me say this first. So both if you do get these games on PS4, you can upgrade uh, to the PS5 version for free, whether you buy digital or disc based. Now I don't know how that disc based whole thing is going to work here, but you know that's still pretty cool. Now I get why Spider Man is coming out on PS4. It's like le- legitimately like so close in terms of like uh, from the last Spider Man game, and then also you know it's a launch game, so usually launch games aren't like going to be the big uh, showcase for what the Graphics, PS5s yeah. can do here. Usually they're pretty, they're pretty like close in terms of like what last gen was able to do. But horizon is like the one that I'm kind of like, uh, what now? Because I, I was assuming that that game was supposed to be, you know, taking full advantage of the PS5 here. Yeah. And yeah. it's a little disappointing. That's not, I mean, it's good for people who own PS4s, but for people who are going to own PS5s, it's kind of like your game and, you know, is going to look worse and perform worse than what it could be. Right. So, yeah. Yep. Um, and then we also got uh, more, well, essentially we got like what the lowdown is on what the backwards, uh, 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 basically like being able to play PS4 games on your PS5, like what that's going to look like. So it's not going to be like you can insert your disc or download your digital titles from uh, the PlayStation Network and all that. What it's going to be is you're going to have a new service that's added on to your PlayStation Plus membership. It'll be for free. So that's one thing they got right. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's going to be called PlayStation Plus Collection. Uh, Basically, it will have 99% of the PS library available eventually. But starting out, they have like 16 games that will be available at launch. Yeah. And while this is better than nothing, this is still a a missed opportunity on Sony's part, especially considering how Xbox is basically saying, yeah, everything is going to be available on Xbox. Like Xbox, original Xbox, Xbox 360, Xbox One, it's all there. Yeah, and we'll see, I guess, how much of that is actually true. I don't know. Like I'm... I think it's still cool that they're going to allow you to have access basically to old games. Yeah. I mean, it's again, it's, it's, it's honestly like, and for free, it is for free. I mean, I, I, I could definitely see them like at a certain point saying like, okay. Uh, yeah. If you want to like get like the extra bundle here where you get like PS2, PS3 or like, that's going to cost you something that could, that could cost you something here, which, you know, I mean, and that's the thing is like, I think if they were a little bit, um, I would say if they were a little bit more gung ho on the whole, being able to play PS4 backwards compatible, it makes the argument more convincing to buy a PS5 because you can sell your PS4 and, and use the money for the PS5. But yeah, and if you actually have access to all the games that you had before and plus more, yeah. plus every other game that was released, yeah, like the ones it's almost were. worth getting a PS5 at that point it, if you it, haven't it, played God of War, if you haven't played those exclusives yeah, like me. Yeah, I mean, no, there, so, there's there's like, you know, a lot of like uh, first party stuff. It's not like just like, you know, just like all these little little games that nobody cares about here. Let me see if I can pull up that that list real quick. Here. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. 
So, all right. So here's what we're looking at for what's going to be available at launch. And then obviously there's going to be more to come. It's going to probably be something similar like to the Nintendo, the, Nintendo's yeah. uh, online old school network. But um, God of War, Blood, yep. Bloodborne, mm-hmm. Monster Hunter World, Final Fantasy 15, Fallout 4, Mortal Kombat X, Uncharted 4, uh, Ratchet and Clank, Days Gone, Until Dawn, Detroit Become Human, Battlefield 1, Infamous Second Son, Batman Arkham Knight, The Last Guardian, The Last of Us, Persona 5, and Resident Evil 7. I mean, all of these games are yeah. actually kind of high-profile games here. Mm-hmm. And, like, they're not they're not just like, you know, oh, here's an indie game for you here. Right. No, yeah. Sounds exciting. Not knocking on indie games, but, I mean, it's, there's, definitely a, there's definitely a price difference in between, like, oh, a yeah. AAA game and an indie game. Yeah, if they can get it to 99%, once they get it, you know, for me... It would almost be worth going and buying versus trying to get some old games, you know? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, yeah, so. But yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, that's it for today's podcast. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening, watching all those things. We greatly appreciate it. Check us out on our social medias. And remember, everyone's a nerd about something. <laughs>